Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 322 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about your ways and your word. Help us learn more about you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what's happening in Luke chapter 11. Jesus talks about persistence. He tells his disciples that persistence is rewarded. In verse 9, he tells them to ask and keep on asking and it shall be given you. Seek and keep on seeking and you shall find. Knock and keep on knocking and the door shall be opened to you. Let us be persistent in seeking the Lord and his Holy Spirit. In verse 28, Jesus says, Blessed, happy, and to be envied, rather, are those who hear the word of God and obey and practice it. May we pray for obedience today and believe the Lord will grant it to us. Jesus tells us that when our conscience is clear, we are filled with light that will shine for others. May we confess our sins and be made pure so that our light will illuminate the hearts of others. May God show us where to shine and may we obey his promptings. There were many woes for the Pharisees. Jesus' final woe is in verse 52, where he said, Woe to you lawyers, experts in the Mosaic law. You have taken away the key to knowledge. You did not go in yourselves, and you hindered and prevented those who were entering. Unfortunately, those who were supposed to be experts and share knowledge and understanding about God were not experts, at least not in their hearts. They could not pass on what they did not possess. Jesus came to rectify all of it, and we are thankful that he did. Let's see what John sees in Revelation chapter 2. The first message John received was for the church at Ephesus, the Ephesians. They are encouraged by being diligent and patient in their walk and identifying imposters and liars among them. I love how Christ sees the people in the church. He sees their goodness and their issues. One charge he brought against them was that they had lost the zeal of when they first were saved and loved God with all their hearts. Verse 5 says, Repent. Change the inner man to meet God's will and do the works you previously did when you first knew the Lord. We may remember a time when we were more on fire for the Lord than we are today. Let us search our hearts, and if we find we have lost some of our zeal, ask God to rekindle our hearts and make them ablaze with the fire that was once there. Smyrna is the next church to be addressed. Again, we read that Christ sees them. They were seen to be in distress, poverty, and affliction. They were abused and slandered by some of the Jewish people, but he also tells them they are rich and not to be afraid of future suffering. They will be put in prison and possibly put to death. The message to them in verse 10 is, Be loyally faithful unto death, even if you must die for it, and I will give you the crown of life. There was persecution for the people in this church. Let us pray for strength to withstand our difficulties today. Pergamum is the next church to be addressed. They withstood persecution and even saw one of their fellow members killed because of his faith, yet they held strong. There were a few offenses brought to their attention. Some were teaching the things of Balaam, enticing the people to eat food sacrificed to idols. This was a stumbling block for the Israelites in the Old Testament. There were also people giving themselves up to sexual vice, and some were corrupting the church with teaching of the Nicolaitans, who were evil in the sight of the Lord. They may have held similar beliefs as those who followed Balaam. Let us ensure we are holding fast to the doctrine of Christ and following him instead of following the beliefs of the world. The next church addressed is the church of Thyatira. They are seen as a church having love, faith, service, patient endurance, and great works. 
However, they were influenced by a woman named Jezebel, leading them into sexual vices and eating food sacrificed to idols. They were warned that those who followed her would be severely dealt with and reminded that God searches the minds and hearts and all will be given what they deserve. Let us pray that God keeps us seeking him and not the world's ways. May God grant us endurance to persevere until the end. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 31. He is given this prophetic word just a month before Jerusalem's final takeover by Babylon. The word is against Egypt, even though we read much about Assyria. God uses her as an example that as strong as Assyria had been, they succumbed to the power of Babylon. Egypt had been a superpower for thousands of years, but God would also take them down by Babylon. Both Assyria and Egypt were guilty of pride, which often happens when nations become strong and wealthy. They are only strong and wealthy because of God's blessings, and he took them down when they didn't give him credit, for they will know and understand who God, the maker of all things, is. In chapter 32, Ezekiel is given another prophetic word against Egypt. This word came about a year after the previous chapter. He will send Babylon after Egypt and all the surrounding nations would see the destruction brought to them by the hand of God. And again, we read the words, they will know, understand, and realize that I am the Lord. Ezekiel writes about all the lamenting that will be done when Egypt is brought low. He writes about how they will join the leaders of Assyria, Sidon, and others in hell. The strongest nations will greet them as they are all subdued under the hand of God. All glory be to God. His will is always done. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 141. David writes about the words we say. Verse 3 says, Set a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips. Then David asks God to help his heart not be swayed toward evil. He doesn't want to deviate from a pure heart to God. He prays to stay connected to the Lord. David knows the power in his words as he writes, But my eyes are toward you, O God the Lord. In you do I trust and take refuge. Pour not out my life, nor leave it destitute and bare. Then he prays for God to keep him from the trap people have laid out for him. We too can pray that God protects us from the evil ways of others. May we all pray and know that God is our keeper. Let us pray. O Lord, strengthen our belief in you. Help us not waver in knowing you are stronger and more powerful than anything that can come against us. Thank you for being our keeper. Keep us from temptation and from the enemy. Keep us humble before you, O God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.